Hello and welcome to the Chico State Study Abroad Cast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we started this podcast to get the word out about all the great opportunities that Chico State has to offer and tell some of our crazy stories from abroad. So we will introduce your, or ourselves as your host today. My name is Corey Lang. I studied in Alicante, Spain in spring of 2019 uh, through USAC, and I'm currently a senior here at Chico State studying geography, Spanish, and project management. And my name is Amy Heckeroth, and I studied in Stuttgart, Germany in the year 2019, and I'm a senior currently, and my major is communications. Awesome. Thank you. So we are both interns on the marketing and outreach team at the study abroad office. Um, and so as always, we want to hear from you. So please feel free to send us any comments or feedback about today's episode um, or any topics you want to hear about in the next episode. So our topic today is what I wish I knew before going abroad. So we're going to talk to two students who studied in Italy about wh what they wish they had known before going abroad. So let's get started. Uh, first, I'd like to welcome our guest, Danny Galvan. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm doing good. We're happy to have you. So can you uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your study abroad experience? Yes. So I am a senior this year. I studied abroad my second semester of my junior year in Reggio Emilia, Italy. I am a international relations major with a second major in sociology. I discovered I really wanted to do international relations a little late and I already finished my sociology degree, so it's never too late to find what you like. Um, Reggio Emilia was a very small town in the central part of Italy. They, um, the city is where the Italian flag was created and Napoleon actually was stationed there for a while and it was really interesting to learn about all the facts and everything that the little city of Reggio Emilia had to offer. Unfortunately, I was sent home after two months uh, due to the spread of COVID-19 in Italy, but I got out safely two days before the entire country closed down. Good, good, good. Good to hear. <laughs> So we're going to be continuing to talk about kind of like what I wish I knew before I went abroad. So Danny has some points that she wants to bring up here and we're just kind of going to talk about them. So if you want to go ahead and get started. Yeah, so I wish I did a little bit more investigating and planned trips of where I wanted to go. I kind of just went with the flow with what my friends wanted to do because I was I wasn't focused on. I was really nervous to go in general, so I was trying to avoid thinking about it until I went, and I really wish I took time to see where I wanted to go to make the most out of my time there. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like I kind of just went with the flow of like what my group of friends was doing when I definitely could have planned more. Even solo trips would, be, would have been so fun. Yeah, like, I agree. I always wanted to go on a solo one because I thought like that was what was the most scary. Yeah. <laughs> just alone and so I was hoping to do that the second semester but yeah I, I think a lot of people also in my program planned trips before they even got um, to Spain so they kind of like took a shot in the dark and I think I would recommend waiting till you get there to like figure out the lowdown of everything you guys mm -hmm. yeah 
I would say like I wish I just planned like places I wanted to go maybe not bought the tickets but just to see like how I wanted to spend my semester yeah totally agree cool Mm -hmm. what's your next thing you wish you did I wish I did not overpack because (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) it was too much it was so bad I packed way too much yeah I think we can all agree there I also had no idea that there would be such great shopping and like cool things that I wanted to take home and I know yeah I totally wish I didn't bring as much as I did yeah Jen our um, advisor when we were leaving for our departure orientation told us if you can't run with your suitcase (laughs) and luggage don't take that much empty out things and I was oh she's just being funny or like I don't know. I have to take all this clothes because there's going to be no stores and I was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good tip of advice. If you can't run with it, <laughs> you got to drop it. Seriously. That's funny. I what... thought when I went there that I was going to just have, um, like, buy all new clothes. And so I, I bought all, like, my worst clothes and I was just going to leave them there. And then I ended up never buying new clothes. So I just wore, like, <laughs> the same pairs of shirt like my three shirts like, <laughs> or pants the whole time oh gosh I know I definitely was not the most stylish there I also kind of had the same idea I'm like okay maybe I'll leave some stuff but I don't think that really happened I just kind of wore <laughs> my same American clothes yeah I bought a big coat um it was on sale because in around January and February is when they have sales in Italy. Mm. So I balled out on a nice coat and then I was scared to wear it back because <laughs> I didn't want my temperature to be oh yeah for COVID t- checking. So I was just carrying it and now I hate that coat because of all, I had to carry it for 36 hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. God, it's so wow. Bad. That's funny that you, that's a good thing that you thought of that you didn't want to have a high temperature when you were flying back. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's crazy. Yeah, always layers is the key to traveling, I would say. <laughs> yeah. What else did you wish that you knew? I wish I journaled a little bit more. I did, however, keep a little journal of all my train tickets. So I have a good I think it's like fifteen of them, just because I was only there for two months and I wrote little points of what happened, like what type of pizza I ordered at the place or if we had wine or if we had gelato oh I wish I wrote more like some of my roommates would take out uh, like 10 minutes of their day to just journal what they were feeling and experiencing at the little markets and I really wish I did that yeah I feel like that's such a great habit to get into in general like I try to do it at home too but I even now I'll look back and I've only been home for like a little over a year but I'll still look back and be like oh my gosh that's so cool to see what I wrote and like all the feelings I was feeling I tried to like kind of log everything I was doing so like oh today we went to the beach and did this and it's just so cool to look back at Mm -hmm. I really wish I did that I also wish I met more local friends yeah definitely I feel like the locals make a huge impact on your experience they're so Mm -hmm. cool I met a couple good local friends and they like got to show us around the city and None of us had cars, obviously, so they would drive us around, and they were so helpful and definitely got us to practice our Spanish a bit more, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a funny story of a local that I met. Her name was Sarah, Mm -hmm. and my roommate actually met her on her flight to uh, Bologna, 
she was from the same town that we were, that was our host city. And she was like this senior in high school and we were over here like these college students and she offered to take us clubbing the first week we were there. And you know how they say, don't trust people as soon as you meet them. If they take you through a dark alley, that's probably not a good idea. Well, this girl took us through a park, a dark alley, and two miles of walking before we were like a little bit scared. Oh my gosh. But then it ended up being really cool because I'm still friends with her and she did end up taking us clubbing another day just because one of our roommates couldn't handle walking anymore. So we had to get a taxi to go back home. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Very interesting two hours. I thought I was going to get kidnapped, but (laughs) we didn't. Oh man. (laughs) I'm glad you're safe. That's really funny. Yeah, I was thinking, like, why did we just go with this girl? We don't even know her. Like, it was so scary. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, definitely some questionable decisions <laughs> that have been made. Questionable. Yeah, very. But we all made it out alive, so. <laughs> so true. What about you, Amy? Did you meet any German friends? I I did. At the very end, I took a ballroom class, and there was all Germans in there. Wow. Um, so... I finally got to meet, like, I went to my friend's German birthday um, party Mm. and met a few people through that class. And then there was, like, there was this one time that I was out with my friend and we were just walking on the street. It was really late at night, like 10 o'clock. And we came up to this house and there was these, like, German men there. And they're like, do you want to come into the house? (laughs) And we and I was like, ah, oh, Dora's with me. She was my friend. Like, we're like, oh yeah, sure. So we went into their house and like had some wine and drinks with them and played cards. <laughs> and it was just super random. Like, <laughs> just saw them on the street, and then we got lost on the way back because it was really dark. Neither of us knew where her house was. So we were like walking for like an hour and finally got back at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Dang. That's all part of the experience, I feel like, is all those (laughs) random little stories. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What else did you think, Danny, about something you wish you knew? I wish I brought more souvenirs. Yes. Back. Like postcards and like little knickknacks for my sisters. I brought them like some little pins of like Milan and Florence, but I wish I brought stuff for everyone just because I, like people were visiting me and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to give you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know I also yeah wish I brought back like more clothes more souvenirs postcards that's such a smart one because I see people like decorate their rooms all cute with all these little postcards I'm like oh man I wish I got some yeah I was telling my cousin I'm like uh do you want this rock I found <laughs> <laughs> rocks are valuable that's funny yeah yeah something that um they told me on like the pre-departure too was to bring like Chico State or California souvenirs to your friends that you'll meet abroad. So like, I think my parents came and visited at some point when I was abroad and they brought Kraft mac and cheese. (laughs) And so I made Kraft mac and cheese for all my Spanish friends. and They were like so shook at how it was made, like so confused. It was hilarious. (laughs) And they, I think they liked it, but just like the bright orange, they were like, what is this? (laughs) It does not make sense. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely wish I brought back more souvenirs as well. This one goes back to the one before. I wish I knew how much time I had. Yeah. Because, you know, you're planning, preparing yourself to 
be at a certain place for like five to six months and then they're like just kidding it's just two months yeah. <laughs> like what no that's not fair yeah that's probably yeah. very unique to you and amy too of getting sent home early yeah it's but- super hard though for just two months when you thought six months yeah me and my you're just getting were- settled in yeah we were gonna plan uh, me and my roommate brianna to stay an extra month and just hitchhike our way through Europe and Spain and then send our luggage with her parents I think (laughs) and just have fun but I didn't yeah that would have been really fun dang well next time (laughs) next time yeah there's always time (laughs) more times yes my last point is I wish I could go back I want to go back (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you I think there'll definitely be more opportunities, but for now, I guess we got to wait patiently. Yeah. But yeah. The same friend that took us through that sketchy alley um, is now studying at a university in Trento in northern Italy. And I asked her if I could go visit her in January or like in the spring semester. And she said, yes, that she'll host me. And I was like, (laughs) You better not be lying because I'm going to buy this plane ticket. <laughs> You're like, I'm coming anyways. Wow. Oh That's so amazing. Hopefully I get to go back to Reggio Emilia, but also to different countries that I wanted to visit. Yeah. So much to explore. So little time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and talking with us. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. For our next guest, we have Alexa Arba. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, of course. So my name is Alexa Arba. I studied abroad in Trento, Italy for the majority of the academic year from 2019 to 2020. It was my junior year abroad and I absolutely loved it there. It's a super small town in northern Italy, right under the Italian Alps. So you get to the point to where, like, you see people passing around. They have the weekly farmer mar- farmer's markets and everything. It was just really fun. Great awesome. place to be. Cool. Thank you. So we are going to continue to kind of talk about some things that we wish we knew before we went abroad. So if you want to get us started, Alexa. Yeah. So I wish I knew how hard it was going to be to leave my new friends. New friends being those friends that I found in the Erasmus network when I got there for the exchange students. All my friends were international that I stayed around most of the time. No one was really from Italy that was in my main group. Mm -hmm. I had friends from Portugal, Germany, Finland, Norway, Czech Republic, Portugal. It was really amazing group of people and since I stayed for the whole year I got to really dive into the culture and about the time everyone started to feel like we had our feet on the ground, we knew the town. I still had another semester or what I thought was another semester. (laughs) And then all of my friends had to leave to go home that next semester. And so they were heartbroken about the fact that, you know, they didn't get to spend as much time there as they wanted to. They didn't appreciate it enough. And then I had a very interesting experience of having to say goodbye to all these people and I just really didn't expect to connect with people I had never met before so quickly and so deeply Mm -hmm. they're truly like the deepest most personal connections that I've had in my life so it was weird 
to enjoy the full year there and continue to stay in that location but have to say goodbye to these people but it's pretty cool because we have a reunion right now planned in belgium so we're hoping to meet up in different countries oh that's so awesome that's so cool i totally agree i feel like all the people i met there were like the coolest and like most down to earth like i totally we're just so in sync for some reason so it's really amazing to meet all those people and i like how you said the erasmus um i feel like they have such a tight-knit like community almost like they all the students really get huge yeah it's huge but it's very organized actually so yeah it's great to be a part of as the student because it automatically gets you involved without you really feeling like you're stepping out of your comfort zone too much yeah totally and it's so cool because people are from all over so you get to right definitely get a variety of people in there (laughs) right yeah it was amazing awesome yeah how did you um like do you remember I thought it was so weird that I could remember when I met people because with other people in my life (laughs) I don't remember how I met them (laughs) but with this like you can remember the whole um life cycle of your friendship yeah like everything that's happened do you remember like how you met your friends yeah that's so funny because I'm the same way like some of my best friends I have no idea how we started (laughs) hanging out but this group of people I could probably tell you in detail everywhere we met because they were all different locations too but I Mm -hmm. think the funniest one like all of them are kind of normal like either at a cafe or we went to an ESN event or like the student orientation that kind of thing but this one girl who was the funniest one of our group her name is Marta And she was from Portugal. And the way I met her was she just said, hello, my name is Marta and told me this whole life story and said, we're going to be friends. And I'm going to introduce you to two more of my friends. And you kind of just stood there (laughs) like, all right, Marta, we're friends now. (laughs) And Marta definitely became like she was just the funny clown of the group. Like not in a bad way. She was just hilarious and just set her mind. And she was really out there. That's amazing. I love coming home with all those stories of like the funny friends you met. It's the best. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so many inside jokes that nobody understands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, what else have you did you wish that you knew? Yeah, so on here I also have I wish I knew earlier how this experience would continue my growth as an individual and a global citizen because I'm a really individual person, you know, that's why I did the direct exchange because I really do like my independence and I'm very comfortable there. So that was part of the reason why I did the year and I did the direct exchange to really just experience the culture more, like not necessarily vacation, but become part of that culture. And so I really feel like that helps me grow as a, what I called a global citizen, because like my friends groups and just where I was at in Italy, I was the only American, um, in any group I was in and as far as I knew at the university I'd never found somebody else from America which Mm -hmm. I loved like it's kind of (laughs) creepy in one way when you think about it because you're just like wow like I'm really the only one here but it's also so amazing because I felt so like blessed to be in that situation and just so thankful like this is so cool no one else is getting this experience that I am and Mm -hmm. so it definitely made me grow as an individual because I was out of my comfort zone by far and I was absolutely loving every bit of it and I kept growing with my like understanding of other languages and other cultures and traditions and it was just such a great experience to grow that way as like mentally as well as 
I just really figured out how capable I was in those situations because you really don't have another choice. Like you just get to make all of your own decisions. And it's, oh, I loved it. I loved the freedom. Yeah. Well, like one of the experiences you had that was like really challenging. <laughs> this is a funny story. <laughs> so <laughs> I think probably the most challenging experience I had was we had like an interview with the immigration office to get our stay permits. And, you know, if you know anything about the Italian culture, they really take their time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was waiting on my international advisor for a tax code, but they had hundreds of international students that they needed to get these tax codes out to. So every week they were getting like these huge stacks and then they would email the people who they had the numbers for. And everybody's numbers was kind of coming in at a different time. And my immigration meeting was set pretty early because they were set through... I think like October into November type of thing. And I was in the beginning of October and I didn't have my tax code. So I was getting really nervous and my Italian wasn't great at this point. So I go into the office and I was like, Hey, I really need my tax code because I need it for this immigration meeting and stuff. She wasn't answering my emails. So I just went in to talk to her and she was like, Oh, you know, like I can't really do anything about it. I just, I have this stack of paper and I'll get the next stack of paper type of thing. And so I was like, okay, can, I feel like this is so American. I was like, okay, can I do it? Like, can you tell me how to do it? And I'll just figure it out. And so she gave me all the information on how to do it. And that is my dog growling. And so I took this information with like the little Italian I knew. And then I went into like the police department and forged my way through Italian to get myself a tax code. And then I got myself a tax code and I made it to this immigration meeting. And you can't rely on the local bus systems because it's such a small town. So they kind of just come when they come. Like, it's not Mm. very scheduled. So I ended up running from the dorms to my immigration meeting because the bus never showed up. So I had to run across (laughs) town. And it was so funny because I was with a student representative in case I needed translating. And he was like, oh, my gosh, did you just run here? And I was like, no, that's super embarrassing. Why would I run here? And he was like, you know, we still have like 20 minutes. And I was technically like two minutes late for my meeting. But in Italian time, I still had to wait 20 minutes to even get to the person. (laughs) And so that was really difficult because everybody else, I think a European mindset is very much kind of like, oh, it happens when it happens. And for me in my head, I was like, I need to be 20 minutes early. I need my tax code a week before my immigration stuff because I need it all together. Like, And that truly was the moment that I was like, okay, this experience is going to happen. And I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to enjoy it. Like, this is yeah. how it's going to go down. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything turns out fine in the end. So it really does. Yeah. It happens when it happens. Yeah. I, that's a large. Yeah. That's a large lesson I took out of it. I feel like I'm not very stressed anymore in my life because I'm like, you know, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. And if it's not, it's not. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I felt the same way coming home. I was like, you know, there's really not that much like there's not a point in stressing for over things you can't really control right yeah I Mm -hmm. definitely learned that definitely yeah nice that's a good takeaway (laughs) that's a good takeaway yeah (laughs) that um that kind of ties into one of mine I put uh, I wish I didn't stress over the finals yeah because Mm -hmm. especially Chico your GPA as long as you just pass stays the same Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I'm like the perfectionist trying to get the A's. And then I realized like the week before finals, what the heck? I need a C. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even need the A. This is pointless. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time stressing over finals the first 
especially the first semester. The second semester, I kind of figured it out at that point. So I didn't really stress about it. But man, it's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> I know. It's really yeah. not. Just it waste your time. Fun. My friends were traveling and I'm like, I got to study. And they were like, what are you yeah. studying for? Like, <laughs> Italian final, you're, you're fine. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, it's study abroad, but come on. I'm here for right. the adventures. <laughs> right. And you're sitting in the classrooms. And at least for me, I was just so ready to absorb anything somebody told me. So I was yeah. really remembering my lectures and stuff. So truly, I did not need to study as much as I did. And I mean, yeah. I passed everything, so it's not like it was a bad consequence. But I feel like I wasted mm-hmm. quite a bit of time just, like, really studying all-nighters type of thing in my dorms. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like I even learned, like, more outside the classroom than in it, just from, like, soaking up, I don't know, just picking up all the new things, like, learning public transportation is, like, such a challenge. But, you know, <laughs> right. there's so many takeaways from it, like, almost more than the classroom, I would argue. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. I took away way more, like, life lessons than I did educational. I mean, I definitely learned educationally, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely remember the life lessons. <laughs> yeah. They were mm-hmm. pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> Quick learner situations. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cool. Well, what else did you wish that you knew or wish that you did? Yeah, I feel like this one's kind of cliche because you know everyone tells you to journal every day that's what every single (laughs) relative said that's what some of my friends told me and I was pretty good about it for like the first two weeks because I just traveled Europe on a Euro rail for the first two weeks so Mm. I actually journaled which was really nice in the hostels and stuff and I did pretty good and then the second I got to my university I was just so like captured in the every day of what was happening and oh I don't want to go home and spend an hour writing everything that I just did because I don't want to write down the detail like it was too much type of thing and I really wish I took the time to sit down maybe not get all the details but at least just the daily summaries of what I did because right now I have the weirdest journal ever of like when something (laughs) extreme happened and I was like I gotta write this down but I don't have my like day to day stuff and I don't think I'll forget it, but it's the little details that I was like, ah, oh, man, I kind of wish I would have done this. Yeah. I feel like it's like the funny little moments that you're like, oh, there's a chance I mm-hmm. might not remember this. I better write it right. down. And it is right. tedious, but it's such a good habit to get into. We were talking with yeah. Danny earlier too, and she was saying the same thing. Like, I wish I wrote it all down, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so cool to look back on. Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be amazing. My aunt studied abroad and she showed me her like sketchbook thing of all her stuff and I was like gosh wow. darn it I could have had a really cool yeah. binder <laughs> gosh darn boy <laughs> you'll get a redemption shot sometime I know soon my here. mom's like you're sitting at home because of covid is write a book and I'm like yeah. yep, I'll just bust out a book I have time for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can definitely Definitely Thanks, write a book right now. <laughs> didn't listen to you a year ago I'm probably not gonna listen to you today <laughs> yeah that's funny and that kind of goes into also I like I took so many pictures of what I was doing and my friends I have a lot of pictures of other people Mm -hmm. and a ton of pictures of nature because I'm just I love nature Mm -hmm. and this area had gorgeous nature but looking back I have like out of all my pictures I probably have 20% have me in it yeah which isn't a huge deal but at the same time I'm like man in all the pictures I have like my smile is so much bigger than my pictures back home oh. and I'm like I only have a solid handful of pictures with me actually in it so all my family was like what are you doing where are you in all these pictures 
but I also hate being the traveler of like hi can you take my picture I know it's so (laughs) awkward isn't it I was like alone (laughs) I was alone at the end of my um trip I was somewhere in Spain and like I don't know I was walking around I was like oh I should try and take a selfie like (laughs) like travelers do and I tried it and literally felt so (laughs) awkward and like so hard right because I'm not a selfie person either yeah so so I have like one terrible picture of me like here's your picture with me in it and now I'm like gosh yeah darn I (laughs) wasted opportunity right there I I need to like crop myself out of the picture yeah (laughs) that's funny that's a good one I think I agree I wish I took more pictures with myself in them because I don't know even just like things now as we're interning in the office like I need a picture for this and this and like I don't have that many with myself in it (laughs) exactly that's actually that's funny that's when I realized it what I was like shoot yeah I'm not in a lot of these pictures in my mind I'm like oh I went to this super gorgeous place this would be perfect and I'm like there's no people in it I can't post this oh my gosh I totally agree yeah and that's kind of a smaller thing I feel like no one told me that one beforehand like people told me to journey journal people told me I would meet friends people told me I'd grow as an individual mm-hmm. like those obviously I feel like we're a little more obvious than I'm like no one told me to take pictures of myself <laughs> I know exactly I mean that's what we're here for now for prospective students hopefully they right. take some advice from us <laughs> yeah take note write that one yeah. down <laughs> yeah you'll want it I did not like in the beginning um I used to I went to Europe a long time ago and I videotaped the whole thing. I had my camera literally attached to my body. And I made ended up making this like two-hour video of Europe. So that this time I went and I was like, I'm not going to do that. That was exhausting. But then my mom would call me every day. Like, what did you do today? How was your, your travels? And, I, and it, so it got to a point where I was like, okay. I need a solution. So I made an Instagram and I would take like, like videos of myself wherever I went, take pictures, put it on the Instagram. And at first it was just for her. I was like, okay, she's not going to like call me every day. I'm she, I'm just going to show her. She can just look at my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And now I'm profile so for your glad mom. that I did that because I have... I have 777 Whoa. little Whoa. tiny videos. That's so awesome. All actually. over, like, of my experiences and, like, not as many photos. I have more videos than photos, but I'm just so glad that I have something where I can look back on all of those little moments. Yeah. Um, not necessarily in good quality. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did sideways, but but I still have something. Yeah, that's so such I'm a great way to does anybody else follow the profile besides your mom yeah so at first it was my mom and then like my friends found me on there and they're like what's this amy and i'm like you don't want to follow it i post so much and they're like no nah, no nah, let me follow it and then like some of, the, of my friends from study abroad started following it and I'd post like, and then like sometimes I'd accidentally post on my normal account. So like, there's this one video of me like being like, like looking straight at the camera, being like, ah, doing my German homework. <laughs> I don't understand anything. Oh, Wish me luck, mom. And like, That's one of my so friends funny. like messaged me because I never post on my story, and they're like, 
What was up with that story you posted? It was like very personal. Kind of screen. Like, oh shit. That is hilarious. I love That's that. That's so funny. I okay, I did something kind of similar, but it didn't last as long. This was the same thing. This was like my solution instead of journaling was like, I'm just gonna make a YouTube video. Yeah. And so my brother was like, You're gonna be YouTube famous. I'll set it up for you. And I was like, Hey, cool, thanks. <laughs> and so I made these two they're like two 20 minute YouTube videos and they're so funny because I made them with the perspective of like I'm just gonna show this to my family <laughs> and so they're so funny because I like did not care it was so candid so like mm-hmm. I just found this really cool drink in Florence mm-hmm. this is what it is this is what it mm-hmm. tastes like like it's so funny yeah. <laughs> and I mean I kind of call it a miracle in hiding um I can't get them to post to YouTube so you oh. know oh. I, think, I think that's a sign and I'm just gonna keep them for myself <laughs> yeah Vimeo, Vimeo. Yeah, there you go. Put it on Vimeo. That is hilarious. Oh, shoot, I could do that. I love oh, that. they're so funny because one of them's with my friend that traveled with me. I took her to Europe for the first time in her life. She was like the first one in her family to go to Europe. So much responsibility. It was very stressful. <laughs> and we did this part of this video, and it was also for her to be like, show this to your parents, like, mm-hmm. show her how cool Europe is. And so it's just so funny because it's us just like screwing around traveling. And we went to like an interactive Romeo and Juliet play in Verona. And it was just, we just had way too much fun. (laughs) I know. I kind of want to watch that video now. (laughs) You got to find a way to post it. It's public. public. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh man. Well, it looks like our time is coming to an end here. I don't want to drag on for too long but thank you so much for joining us alexa that was awesome yeah of course and that brings us to the end of this episode i wish we had more time to discuss some advice for going abroad but perhaps we'll touch on it in our future episodes as always please feel free to send us feedback comments or suggestions for the chico state study abroadcast thanks for listening